Hello everybody out there and welcome to another episode of the Talk That Talk Show with me, Barry Holmes. You may wonder, well, where the hell is Barry at today? Well, you know, we're actually out here in Pennsylvania, um, here for a, a great time and I tell you this. You know, we started off the day very well. I had a great chance of being in Atlantic City and, um, you know, I stayed over at the Tropicana. I, and, and I tell you this, you know, a lot of people always think as soon as you go to Atlantic City that, you know, it always pertains to gambling. But, you know, I actually had a great time last week. I mean, uh, yesterday, it was actually one of the you know few times that I've been to Atlantic City and didn't gamble at all. And I think that, um, you know, like I said, the, the common misconception is that, you know, people only go to Atlantic City to gamble. But, you know, I might be one of those foodies out there that absolutely loves Carmine. You know, shout out to Doc when she put me on the Carmines. But, you know, it's become one of my favorite places to eat at in Atlantic City. So if you ever get a chance to and you're out there, you know, make sure you go check out Carmine's because I had the Carmine's wings. They were absolutely fire. And then also, you know, we had, um, I think it was the chicken parm. And, you know, it's always funny because, you know, I, I don't know if anybody else out there is like that. But, you know, when I have my, my um, you know, dishes that I like to go get when I eat, um, there's, you know, places where I go where I don't even look at the menu. It's like I already know what I want. I tell them what I'm going to get, and, and that's that. But, um, you know, Carmine's is one of those places where I always know what I'm going to get. And it's Carmine's Wings, Chicken Parm and that uh penne vodka so if you ever get a chance to go check them out over there but um you know also got a chance to go to gilchrist shout out to them um you know one of the things that you know i always like especially when it comes to breakfast food is you know you're hungry when you just wake up and you don't want to you know wait for it and you know me and say had the um it was funny we went to a hat drop last thursday and me and say were hyping up this one bagel spot because we went there before and you know it was fire but you know when we came here this last time and especially when it's breakfast time and you're trying to eat you know you're not trying to wait around for your food man and, and these people uh over at the bagel spot in t-neck took like 30 minutes just to make like a, a bagel sandwich and some fries for me and say and we were like yo this is ridiculous but i'd say that story to say that you know whenever i went to gilchrist and especially like this last time yo you barely wait any any time and you know the food is so fresh and you know that's one of the other places that i like to go to when i go to atlantic city so if you get a chance to go to gilchrist but you know i went and and i had a conversation with my boy jeff shout out to jeff farrell he was actually uh he was making fun of me because whenever i go to atlantic city i like to put in some sports parlays and the the parlays that i gave the the parlay that i did give him was absolutely garbage you know, i told him to bet on the cubs and we i mean to, to bet on the dodgers and we see what happened last night where the cubs throw a combined no hitter i mean come on it, that, that only happens when i put the money on the dodgers right so um one of the things like i said i like to do is you know put in sports bets when i go out to atlantic city and you know the the, the cool thing about it is and, and I, I don't you don't have this opportunity now that i'm in pennsylvania when you can just go on the app and put in a bet but you know you know i tell you what you know just going out there and being able to watch some games and putting a little bit on the line for it you know that's what makes it all fun when i go out there so you know i definitely appreciate going there but um you know, I put in some bets. We hit breakfast, and you know, I had to leave early uh, this morning 
because um had this bowling tournament and you know i go i bring back jeff to say when i when i told him that i was going to be going to atlantic city and then coming over here to pennsylvania not even you know less than a day later he's like yo man i don't know how you do it bro um yeah, I wouldn't be able to go out there just for, you know, a couple, you know, a couple hours and then come back. And, you know, I think of it this way, and this is the way, like, not even in terms of just going to a bowling tournament, but this is kind of like the way that I conduct my life and conduct everything. And, you know, it goes down like this. You know, I feel like we only have 24 hours in a day, man. And that's a, that's a fact. Like, we know that we only have 24 hours in a day. And I feel like any time that I'm living and breathing and I'm able to wake up the next morning, you know, I want to make the most out of those 24 hours in the day. Now, most people like to sleep in, you know, most people like to, you know, go do other things. But, you know, for me, I've chosen to be, you know, lead a, an active life as I've entered into my 30s and, you know, had a nice night with Doc, went out to Atlantic City the night before, had a great time. But. You know, I, like I said, we had this bowling tournament upcoming and also we had the great opportunity of having a golf outing with the guys, with some of the guys that we bowl with, which was so much fun. And I'll get into that, too. But the the drive from Atlantic City was about two and a half hours. Right. And I was like, man, do I want to fucking drive two and a half hours? Like, you know, I could have stayed in Atlantic City and done the whole um you know, stay out there and go to the outlets and go to the casino again. I could have done that, but you know, I, I, you know, we had made these plans to have the foursome go out for golfing, and you know, I'm so glad that we had done that because you couldn't have picked a, be a more beautiful day than what we had today. Uh, wasn't didn't seem like there was a cloud in the sky. A lot of times when you're going golfing, it can be quite humid, which. Uh, you know, isn't doesn't exactly make for the most ideal conditions. Uh, let's just say we did not walk <laughs> this 18 today. We definitely took the golf cart. But, um, you know, I, I enjoyed the golf of, uh, event that we had. I think what, what was the place called? Royal Oaks, I Royal think. Oaks. So we went to Royal Oaks uh, Country Club, and it was yeah it was awesome man and you know I, I feel like especially when we talk about uh challenging ourselves before and when it comes to playing basketball or you know in, at your job or any type of walk in life you know i feel like you always got to try and challenge yourself and the key for me was at this course um a lot of times when when i'm going in my into my golf game you know i struggle with three putting when you get to the green and you know uh trying to make those right chips to to, to set up the next shot and you know this was a very challenging course because it was wide open you know and uh you know there's a lot of par fives and par fours and like i said where we go to rad and landing we're not used to such longer conditions so um i, I definitely enjoy challenging myself and we even said it at the beginning of the round um uh, the one guy, Jamil, shout out to him. He was uh, playing from the Blues, which are the, the very back of the, the golf course. Um, and my dad was like, are we going to be playing the Whites or the Blues? And I was like, you know what, man, fuck it. I'm going to challenge myself. I'll, I'll go from the Blues. And uh, I'm glad I did because, you know, through all the uh, the round and, you know, through the tough holes and the shoulda, woulda, couldas, you know, I actually ended the day with a par on the par four. And uh, that's huge, man, because... 
you know, it takes people don't realize it's like you can have such a great drive off the tee and then absolutely fuck up the next shot if you chunk it or, you know, do some wild shit. And it's the most frustrating thing because you're like, damn, man, I had a great chance at this uh, par, or this birdie or whatever. And, um, you know, I just showed myself today that, you know, even playing from the blues at a place that I've never played at, you know, I survived it, man. And um, I wanted to bring up the the golf outing that we had today. You know, shout out to Jamil, shout out to my father, and then also a huge shout out to my boy Frank Jones, because what happened was he on the eleventh hole had his first hole in one, and. You know, me and my dad, we were saying, you know, there's got to be some sort of good luck surrounding us or something because that was the second hole in the one in this golf year that we've been able to be a part of. Now, most people golf and you've never seen a hole in one happen ever, you know, and, um, you know, me and my dad were lucky enough to be able to see two of them and the second one being today with Frank Jones. And it was crazy because, you know, we, we were just talking before about how, you know, Frank was struggling with uh, keeping his head down on the ball. And it's just like any type of hand-eye coordination sport where, you know, if you don't keep your eye on the ball, you're not going to fucking hit the ball, man. <laughs> like, it's crazy. And, um, you know, we told that to Frank, and he literally applied the feedback directly. And what we saw was the ball, like, it was like the straightest shot that he had ever, like, shot in the whole afternoon. And the ball just went completely straight and just rolled on the green like it hit the green and it just kept rolling forward i'm like oh man this motherfucker's about to get it in and then sure enough it rolled in man and it, it was a great feeling like my dad couldn't wait to take out the camera so that he could um you know enjoy the moment of having a hole in one and you know i think that and this is you know this can also talk about not just like the actual act of it happening, but also what it means to have good friends around you and have the positive influences around you. Because, you know, when we we were at the last hole in one at uh, Raritan Landing with some random dude that we were golfing with, and the guys that were behind us on the, uh, the I guess they were behind us on the tee, you know, they had saw that uh, the guy that we were golfing with had had the hole in one. He's like, "Oh, uh, is that your guy's first hole in one?" All right, cool. Yeah. Like, you know, just like such negative vibes, man. Like, yo, what's up with this dude, man? You know? And, you know, here we had a situation where we're all there and we were just all hyped for this dude, man. And everybody was going nuts. And even the guy behind, he was like, yo, make sure you go to the pro shop so he can get a, um, you know, get a certificate that shows he got the hole in one. And, you know, it was just a great feeling and great to be a part of. Frank was on the phone the whole, uh, you know, ride up to the, the ball and he came up with his stogie and his beer in his hand. And, you know, that's all you can want, man, and especially um, for what the golf outing was supposed to be and just making sure that everybody could come together and enjoy and compete together. I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, Jamil and my dad were literally just going at it all afternoon talking shit. And, you know, that that's that's the type of things that you know you can not only translate to just here golfing but to when we go into the uh tournament tomorrow and sunday which brings me to you know the whole point of why we're even here and i said it before you know it's all about 
you know, how much you can fit into 24 hours in the day, man. And, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I got all eternity to sleep when it's all said and done for me. So as long as I'm living and breathing, you know, I want to make the most of this. And uh, this trip that we're on right now, it's it's for the Bologna tournament, which is, I think, out in, like, Palmyra or something like that. Is that where the uh, Palmyra lanes? Is that where we're bowling at? Uh, I'm not sure, but I think that's it. Huh? There's two different lanes. Okay, so we're going to be bowling on two different lanes for this uh, bologna tournament. And it's something that we all as a group from all of the different bowling alleys, whether we're at Greenbrook, Majestic, Bullmore, Bolero, you know, all of us, we just band together and just go out to this tournament together. And it's one of my favorite things to do. And it's like starts the, the summer pretty much for us and, you know, this will be one of the first times that I bowl doubles with, or yeah, since that since we bowl states before the stoppage. So um, it's an event where we get to bowl team singles, doubles, and uh, we bowl Saturday, which is tomorrow, and then also on Sunday for two events. So you know, it's a lot of bowling, and um, I'm just so excited because the last time I was out at a tournament that was at majestic shout out to angie who i'm going to be bowling with tomorrow in the team event shout out to bernard and then also shout out to jody my father we're going to be bowling on a team called pressure proof but um you know the last time i was at a tournament i was with angie and i didn't put my best foot forward i had a really good first game but i just couldn't figure it out and uh, i think that you know as the game as the tournament you know went on you know, Angie figured it out. And, you know, I think it's the what people don't realize is, you know, bowling is such a team sport because you can be the best bowler. But if you're not vibing with that teammate or that person that you're bowling with, you know, you're not going to get the results as a team, you know. So, um, you know, me and Angie have had a great vibe. And, you know, even with the team that I'm bowling with, and even with my father bowling, like, you know, I, I've had great vibes with these people. But, you know, I think that, having those great vibes you also don't want to let those people down and i felt like you know the last tournament performance that i had wasn't my best and i left some cheese on the table and i leave and i hate that you know i hate that feeling that you know you could have done more you could have done better and you just didn't put it out there so you know i feel like this tournament not only is it a um an opportunity to relax i just was in the pool earlier you know people were like yo how's the the water it's like yo why don't you come jump in man shit cool man and um you know got some seltzers i'm gonna be reviewing a seltzer on the show a little bit later but um you know i view this definitely as a trip and and something that you know is a definitely a getaway and regardless of the fact that we are away you know you still got to maintain the fact of what the purpose is and the purpose for us is to be successful bowling in this tournament and i think that success especially in a team sport goes a long way um from what your mentality is going into it and i feel like you know especially when we talk about putting so much into a 24-hour day you know i feel like i've done so much over these past 24 hours as far as going to atlantic city as far as um you know going golfing with a lot of my friends and with my father and you know sharing that experience uh seeing a hole in one and then coming and just relaxing in a pool and just being in a place that isn't home you know that i can't tell you what that does as far as putting you in the mentality to try and go out there and succeed in 
you know, I think that we're ready for this baloney tournament. I can't wait. But, you know, I think that one thing that, you know, go hand, goes hand in hand with that is confidence. And, you know, you can't go into tournaments not feeling confident and not feeling like you can go out there and put your best foot forward to help your team. And, you know, I feel like one person that we have to talk about that's getting a huge amount of flack as far as what he didn't do to help his team, and that's Ben Simmons. And a lot of people have been asking me, has Ben Simmons played his last game in Philly? And I don't see how you can put faith in a guy to put on that uniform uh, to go out there and, and defend Philadelphia for you if, you know, the guy's, you know, afraid to shoot a fucking layup, man. That that I was literally sitting watching that game, and I couldn't believe when he had the wide-open shot and he just dished it off the thigh bowl or whatever. But, like, it wasn't just the fact that he dished it. It was the fact that he didn't even look at the basket. He didn't even look to score. And, you know, I think that... One of the things, especially when it comes to basketball or if you've played organized basketball before, um, they always tell you that basketball is such a reactionary sport. You know, you got to be able to know the counter move to whatever that guy is going to do to you. And what that showed me was when Ben Simmons got the ball, he already had it in his mind that he was going to pass the ball. And you can't play successful basketball if you already have predetermined outcomes from what you want to do with the basketball. And that put him in a huge disadvantage. And, you know, we can talk about the playoff in um, just it, not successfulness or ineffectiveness of Ben Simmons in the fourth quarter. We can talk about what he didn't do for a long time. But the fact of the matter is, and, and I want to make this a teachable moment for not just the listeners out here, but for any type of athlete that's listening in or whatever. You know, when you do not play confidently and you do not trust the work that you've put in, you put your team in a extreme disadvantage. And the thing is, you know, especially if you're on like the minor league level, whether you're on the collegiate level, even at the recreational level, you know, you need to go out there with confidence and take what's yours. And I think that a lot of times when you go out playing games not to lose instead of going out trying to win, that's when you leave up to chance and you leave it up to someone else that might be more hungrier than you are to get the successful thing that you want. So, you know, I think that the biggest teachable moment that we can have here from Ben Simmons absolutely laying an egg all of the postseason in the fourth quarter is, you know, just be confident. And, and even not even at the sporting level, you know, even if you don't feel confident putting on something, you know, article of clothing or, you know, if you don't feel comfortable, you know, go step out of your comfort zone, man. Feel, feel comfortable and, uh, and be confident in yourself because, you know, confidence can go a long way. You know, I feel like, you know, the, the, the more successful people that we have, you know, confidence is a, is a huge underlier as far as how they've gotten to that place. Now, granted, you know, confidence can also be a killer, too, like. You know, I think the, the, the biggest counter to confidence is, is humility and being, you know, taught that humility by someone that you're competing with against. And, you know, I think that as long as you can remain humble in your confidence, then, you know, the sky's the limit, man. And, and what I saw from Ben Simmons was a complete lack zero of confidence. And if you have somebody 
that doesn't have the confidence in the work that they put in that makes you question what the work that they've put in to get to this point has been right and it's like you can't be at the nba level especially with an evolving game that the nba is consistently no you can't have that and 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 not have a jump shot and be okay with just passing the ball when you're six foot eleven you know how can anybody in philadelphia trust this man again to get you to the place when you have to go when doc Rivers is even saying he doesn't know if this guy is the the point guard of uh, the franchise to take them to a, a um, you know championship, and when your own coach doesn't have doubts on you, you've seen what that does. It absolutely killed Frank Nilakina's career here in New York. You know uh, the confidence is huge, man. And if you don't have people that believe in you, especially in a, a city like Philadelphia that's as die hard as any other city in this that comes down to sports. You know, I just don't see how Ben Simmons can put on a Philly uniform again or how anybody can, you know, believe in him. But, you know, the one person who you really should believe in, shout out to Hawks because he, 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 uh, he said it before I could get to it. But that boy Trey Young is absolutely a monster, man. And, you know, I've, I've been uh, somebody that doubted him. I didn't think he was tough enough. I didn't think that uh, he was challenged enough. And I thought that, you know, he was getting the Luka treatment that uh, people, you know, tend to, to, to give when when you're getting all these stats and you're, and you're, you're scoring points, but your team's not having the outcome. But you can't make that argument for Trey Young anymore because he's going out there and winning games for the Atlanta Hawks. I think uh, Charles Barkley made a joke where he's like, when's the last time we had a Hawks game? You know, the Hawks have played people, but when have we had a Hawks game, right? And I think that that's a, a huge statement because what Trey Young is doing is he's rewriting the, the franchise record books here for the Hawks, man, and giving people like Hawks 68-60 a, a reason to be a Hawks fan, a reason to be proud to, right? We got a lot of proud Knicks fans, but how many proud Hawks fans do you do you really know, right? And I think that Trey Young, you know, that effect that he's had has extended not just from scoring points and getting this uh, team just to the conference finals, but Trey Young has revitalized that entire franchise. He's made the Atlanta Hawks a relevant team, man, and you know it's crazy just how relevant you can be when you you're confident in yourself and your team's having success, man. Um, I really and and that kind of also leads me to the next thing that people have been asking me as well is like, well, shit, now that Brooklyn's out, you know, you pick Brooklyn, you know, what's your next team that you think is going to be the team to win it all? And, you know, honestly, right now, I got to say the Phoenix Suns are looking good in my book. You know, I, even though I just talked about how good Trey Young is, you know, I feel like the Suns have more proven players, more experienced players that have done it, been there, done that and and can elevate the suns i mean chris paul the chris paul effect is real guys and you know i think people now i feel and i still feel like people don't appreciate what chris paul does on a on a regular basis but you know i think once he retires he's going to be one of those players that you know we're going to appreciate a lot more once he's done playing the game but he's got so much left in the tank and you know what he's done for devin booker what he's done for Mikel bridges uh, DeAndre Ayton, that dunk at the end to, to win game two, even though they lost game three, you know, I truly believe that the Suns are are, are forced to reckon with. And they, they, they're, as long as Chris Paul stays healthy, as long as, you know, uh, Devin Booker can still go out there and get the buckets when he needs to, 
you know, I like the Suns very much. And, you know, who who knows with this Hawks Bucks series, um, Giannis is good. Uh, Trey Young has been an absolute warrior. But it's really going to come down to those role players. I mean, what is Drew Holiday going to do for, you know, consistently? I know he did some, some great things to help them beat Brooklyn. But, you know, can he do it again for another series? Uh, you talk about Atlanta. Kevin Herter was a, a huge hero for them in, in closing out Philly. But, you know, can he do it again? Um, the, the role players are really going to be the huge things because you know Trey Young's going to get his 30. He's going to get that floater. He's going to hit the step back. And you know that Giannis is going to, with absolutely no offensive bag, is still going to get 25 points just off of length. But, you know, the, the key is what are those role players going to do to – not only solidify their ticket to the the NBA Finals, but also to, to, to establish themselves in that franchise for many, many more years to come, man. And, you know, I think that now that I've talked so much, I feel like, you know, I'm so, so thirsty. And you thought that just because we were away, just because, you know, we're not at the, the usual location that we wouldn't have a review. Nah, that's not how we do it over here at the Talk That Talk show. We got another review for you here, and we're going to bring it back to Trulies because I don't think I've had this one before. But they had a berry pack uh, at one of the play. I think it was Sheets or something. But I was like, yo, let me try this shit out, man. So here we have the Truly Blueberry and a Kai Hard Seltzer. And, you know, I, I, I've like I said, man, I mean, I, I probably went a good five six episodes now where i've just been trying seltzers but you know for me it's been the way to go especially because i feel like they don't fill me up you know it's not too heavy and i can have a bunch of them and still be active and ready to go right so for everyone out there check out this truly blueberry akai hard seltzer i'm gonna give it a one out of ten i mean i'm gonna give it a, a rating from zero to ten after i try this out so let's see how it goes Yeah, I tell you this: the blueberry isn't that strong. Like it's it's not like it really punches you that much. Like I felt like before I had it, I thought it was gonna be like uh, too much or too flavorful. But you know, this isn't bad, man. I, I'll give this a solid eight out of ten because I feel like you know I, I would drink three or four of these, man. Um, you know, just because the blueberry isn't too overpowered, because I don't really like blueberries. Like, I'm not a blueberry type guy, but I'll have this blueberry in a kai. But yo, thank you to everybody that's tuned in on our Facebook live. Shout out to Robert Brantley Jr. Shout out to Rob Borwegan. Shout out to Hawks. Brett Shanker on Instagram live stream. That boy heard uh, Zach Dunn Savage. But um. I tell you what, even though I, you know, I was in the pool and was having such a great time and was tired from golfing and, like I said, fit so much into the day, you know, I wanted to make sure that I came out and did another episode because even though, you know, I'm away in Pennsylvania and even though this isn't my normal location or normal time, you know, I wanted to make sure because. I make a promise to you at the end of every episode that I'm going to come back next week with another episode. And a lot of people depend on it. You know, we've had 
you know, we're I think we just eclipsed 16,000 downloads as well, too. So, you know, we're rising, you know, we're rising with the amount of downloads and the amount of people that are supporting this show. So, you know, you your contribution is not going unnoticed. And I just want to thank everyone out there that tunes in, whether you're on Facebook live stream, whether you're on Instagram live stream, you know, whether you're out there on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube uh, whether you went to the Talk That Talk Show website, you know, I appreciate everybody that continues to support this show and support this mission. You know, I, I've i seen this come such a long way and, and I'm never, never not appreciating or, or not understanding the growth that it's taken to get to this point. And that is why even on vacation or whatever you want to call it, or even at a tournament um, you know, I thought it was very important to handle my responsibilities and that responsibility is delivering you all a talk show every single Friday night. So once again, thank you to my sponsors. Um, damn, not VW. I miss them, man. Um, I really do. But, um, yeah, we, we, we miss them so much, but you know, air we are want to give a big shout out to them. My boy, Jeff Galata, um, he's helping people in the South side every single day. Um, getting their heating and air conditioning needs fulfilled. Want to give a shout out to my boy Joe Snow and Maria over at New York Life. If you need some financial freedom, please don't hesitate to hit up my boy Joe Snow. He will help you and put you on the right path, right? Also want to give a shout out to my boy Savion over at Skydive Socks. You know, he's do- killing it in the custom game. If you need something customized and tie-dyed please hit up my boy Savion Gainer his line is always open but don't play with him all right (laughs) I know he's gonna love that one and then finally want to give a huge shout out to my boy Timmy Hugel over Ink Parlor he helped me to make these dope OG 12s first time that we've had the uh the tank top edition shout out to alvin who actually got himself an og12 as well too but you know guys this is the first time i put it on here in pa i'll be rocking it at hollywood casino tonight shout out to my boy lynch who just pulled up in the parking lot we're gonna go to the casino after this show man um i'm so excited to see him i haven't seen him since college so that's been you know damn near about seven eight years from now man and i think that the main thing that I also want to say before I get off this air is that, you know, for those friends that you have out there that you haven't seen in a while and that, you know, you do reconnect with, you know, appreciate that time because, you know, when me and Lynch last saw each other, you know, at York College, I bet we didn't think that we would go this t- long without seeing each other, or without, you know, you know, for all the time that we did spend. And um, I think that a lot of times that we overlook or um, we don't appreciate as much those friends that not only that we don't see every day, but also the friends that we do see every day because we take for granted that time. And, you know, I think that I have been, a, you know, someone that over the years I may have, you know, taken my time with people for granted. And, um, you know, I think that in my latter years, I appreciate and understand the value that people have and, um, and the time because, you know, when I've, when I got more time from losing my job, you know, I started to appreciate, you know, just how much time that I wasn't giving to myself and to the other people that cared about me as well, too. So, you know, I'm not sitting here saying that working, you know, takes away from, you know, time that you have, because in essence, it does. But, you know, the main thing is, is that, 
you know, for the time that you do spend with those people and the time that you do spend, like even, like I said, with my people golfing and, you know, like the people that we're going to be bowling with in these tournaments in these next two days, you know, I just want to appreciate the time that I have and just live in that moment because, you know, that's what life is all about, man. Um, if you don't have a reason to wake up and, and to, to live a full 24-hour day, it's going to be a long 24-hour day for you, man. So and I'm just blessed that, um, you know, my days are full and I have people that want to spend time with me in those days. So you guys all are a part of that as well, too, on this podcast. I'd love to sit here all night and talk with you. But like I said, I got to go to Hollywood Casino. I got some drinks and I got some uh, some people to see and have some fun. So um, if you're coming out with us, meet us at Hollywood Casino. That's where we're going to be at. Um, we're going to be pre-gaming a little bit in the room So, yo, let me have some fun, guys But thank you so much for spending your Friday night with me And just know, as long as I'm on this earth Every Friday night, you're going to have an episode of this Talk That Talk show So thank you so much for tuning in Make sure you try out a Truly Blueberry Akai It's not bad, guys The Seltzer Wave isn't as bad as you think it is So keep your eyes open, keep your ears open and make smart and sound decisions. I love you all, and I'll see you next week.